Welcome to the Building Healthy Organizations podcast. We understand how the human brain works and how that impacts behavior in the workplace. I'm glad you joined us today for our continued journey to understand how to build a healthy organization. How would you describe confidence? What is your current level of confidence? And I think it would be fair to say, in what areas of your life are you confident? And in what areas not so much? And I think we all have those. Confidence is a feeling. It's an important feeling. It's one that brings together a variety of things, but it really comes down to a mindset around a specific area that you feel you are capable, you're trained, you're able to do something well, and you have, and here's the word, confidence about that. But again, confidence is an emotion, and it comes from that ability to know that you will probably succeed and that's a mindset. And I, I understand I'm going around in circles here, but I'm doing it for a very specific reason. Confidence is an emotion, but it comes out of a mindset. Mindset is preparing. Confidence is the outcome. The more you prepare, the more confident you'll be. The more confident you are, the more you can prepare for the next situation, the next opportunity, the next crisis, the next challenge that comes your way. Confidence in itself is like an internal resource that you can draw from, and it can also overlap into other areas of your life where you may not feel as confident about something. Well, I'm very confident I can do this well, but I don't know about this over here. But what if you borrowed some of that confidence? Well, I'll try it. Let me see what I can do here. And it may not be as good as I will do in this other area where I'm very confident, but confidence comes through practice. It comes through applying yourself. I want you to think about a time in your life where you felt extremely confident. You were very confident about something. What emotions are you having right now? What is that situation? What emotions are you having around how confident you felt about that? Um, And then what good things came out of that situation? Were you able to get the outcomes that you wanted? Or maybe even you exceeded those outcomes that you thought you might get. Confidence is an accelerator of a variety of things. It's an accelerator of of growth, of success, of positive feelings, of enhanced self-talk. So what happens when you're not confident? What kind of feelings do you have when you're not confident about something? My guess is they're going to be things like fear, anxiety, stress, 
What are the outcomes of those? It's not just enough to look at the emotion themselves and and name those. And that's a that's a psychological approach that helps us deal with more difficult emotions is to actually name them, which takes some of the sting out of them. But what are the outcomes from the fear, the anxiety, the stress, those less than helpful or productive emotions? Well, it's just that. It's less productivity. It's getting stuck. It's not being able to move forward either in the direction you want to move or as fast as you want to move forward. These become roadblocks. And so many people that I work with struggle with these roadblocks, these emotional roadblocks. So instead of feeling confident, they're feeling very not confident. And in many ways, they're self-limiting. They are creating their own roadblocks by allowing themselves to let those more negative or non-productive emotions continue to be a big part of their mind space. Well, how do we change that? Well, let's look at that. We've already said confidence is an emotion, and it may be a complex set of emotions. Uh, We may feel good and excited and strong and a lot of different things that give us that feeling of confidence. And here's what we know from the brain science, that confidence comes from a variety of factors, past experience, past successes and achievements, the things we've accomplished, the feelings that we get out of accomplishing things and being successful, all of that builds together just like you're you're building the foundation uh, with stones, say using different stones to build a foundation. That's what we're talking about. We're building a foundation of confidence through a variety of different factors. And, and those factors make us feel powerful, excited, capable, um, even to the point, and this is the fascinating part to me of the human brain, we can experience the reward of the thing we're getting ready to do before we ever do it. Our brain has the ability to project into the future and sense, and it may be that confident, successful reward, or it could be the other side. It could be that that defeated feeling that, oh, I'm going to fail again at this. And we can project ourselves a- and look at things in the in that direction as well. How you choose the emotions that you allow to live on in your life, your focus, in the moment that you're going through these things, the emotions you choose to focus on and allow to remain there will determine your mindset. Which ones do you want to allow to stay? 
It really is your choice. Let me, let me give you an example of this. I was thinking about this the other day, many, many years ago, in a previous century. I was a very, very young salesperson. And I honestly knew very little about sales. I kind of grew up with a family where my dad was in sales and and I've learned some things there and I tried my hand at different things as I grew up to to sell and learn selling and but I never really was a student of it. And so I read a little bit, I checked out some things. I had I hate to admit this is prior to the internet <laughs> being a big thing. Oh my goodness, there I date myself. Uh but bottom line I just expected that if I told somebody how good something was, then they would buy it. Makes sense, right? That's common sense. So I'm sitting in front, my first sales job, I'm sitting in front of somebody. I'm talking to them about this, the wonderful features and benefits of this product that I'm trying to sell them for the company that I'm working for. And the person's nodding their head and all of that. I think I've got the sale. And and then they look at me and say, you know, thank you for your time, but we're not interested. And I was crushed. It was like, are you kidding me? You were nodding your head the whole time. And, and it looked like you were really engaged in what was going on here, but there was no follow through. What happened there? Let's, let's get a little deeper into that and I'll share things that I learned in that specific experience and then how do they apply to confidence going forward. So back to the story for a minute. I went away dejected, disappointed from that sale or that attempted sale. And I really had to think about what happened there. Well, the first thing was I was not confident in myself. I was confident in the product, but I was not confident in myself. And many years later, I can go back and I've learned so many different things about sales and selling and influence and leadership and all of those things. People buy from people they like and trust. Where does that come from? Well, it comes from connection and trust building. And that comes from a confident mindset. I can connect with people in a meaningful way for desired outcomes. I can build trust with people because I make it a priority. And it's important not just to me, but to them as well. Because without trust, we will never gain influence. All of these are learnings I have today, but I didn't have them back then. But here's what I realized. I was not confident in my skills, my abilities, my focus in doing things the right way. I had listened to so many other people and I felt like I was so bound up in what I should do here or there or how I should present this or that. And I forgot that there was a human being on the other side of the desk. And that's one of the biggest 
lessons I learned. And probably one of the ones that has helped me the most in the rest of my career. If I'm interacting with someone, there is a human being on the other end of that connection. And and I need to understand where they're coming from. So I I said in the title here, the five secrets to greater confidence. Let me share those because this is after many, many, many years of learning after that, that original story I shared, here's what I've come up with that I think is very applicable to all of us. Number one, be aware, don't compare. What do I mean by that? Be aware that there's another human being there, that there's another person sitting across the table or or wherever you are that you're having this interaction, even if it's virtual interaction. But don't start comparing yourself to other people and how others do things. Be authentic. Be original. The second secret to building greater confidence is focus on what you know to be true. There is so much disinformation. There is so much out there that doesn't really apply. If we focus on what we know to be true in ourselves, in the other person, in what we can do, then we have a pretty solid foundation to work from. The third step is use past failures, mistakes, and experience you've had to empower better future choices. I'm going to say that again. Used past failures, mistakes, and other experiences you have to choose uh, better future outcomes through choice itself. You do, you, you can take failures, you can take mistakes you've made, and you can ruminate on those. You can have all kinds of cycles of emotions around those. None of that is going to help you be more confident. Where you can become more confident is to say, I learned something from that, just as I did in my story. I learned something from that. And from that, I can be better going forward. I'm not going to dwell on the negative emotional cycles, the non-productive stuff. I'm not going to use that in a way that is detrimental to me and to what I want to accomplish. But what I am going to do is learn from those things. The next step is just understand that confidence is a mindset and a practice. A practice of confidence is to, it's almost like the, the pregame speech that the coach gives or, or something along those lines where you get yourself revved up. And, and this is not name it and claim it. It's not, you know, all of this positive, you know, if, if you think you succeed, you will succeed. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a realistic approach to preparing yourself mentally that your mindset is in the right place before you go into something that's important to you, whether it's a relationship, family, discussions, conflict resolution, leadership, change initiatives. It doesn't matter what it is. 
If you want to have confidence when you go into that, you've got to prepare yourself first. And that is a mindset preparation that is realistic and genuine that prepares you to move into whatever that is you're moving into. And then reinforce that mindset by practicing the right kinds of things. And then number five is self-talk. Self-talk drives confidence levels or it detracts from it. If you think about it, if you think about situations where you have felt confident, you probably have had some self-talk prior to moving into that situation that was pretty positive. I can do this. I feel good about it. I know I've done it in the past, so I know I can do it now. But if you approach it from the other direction and say, you know what? I don't know if I can do this. I, I haven't been really good at this in the past. That's not something I like doing. If that's the way you approach it, it's pretty much a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? You're probably going to get the outcomes that you have prepared for. And I think that's an important moment in, in today's discussion. Are you preparing for the outcomes that you want to get? So when you put these five practices, these five steps into place, you will have a practice of building confidence that is actually cumulative. Confidence is not one of those things that you have to generate up every single time that you go out to do something. Accumulates or accumulates every time you have a new experience, a new opportunity, a new challenge, and you bring in additional learning from all of those things. So here's what I want to leave you with. As in many things in life, you choose how confident you want to be. If you use the five steps we've talked about, if you practice them, you may not be at the confidence level you want right now today, but you can get there. But it is a choice, and that choice is followed by effort. If you choose to be more confident, then you need to put in the work and the effort to figure out how to get there and Use those experiences, mistakes, failures as fuel to move forward and become more confident. Don't dwell on them as massive, terrible, horrible things that have happened. But look at them as the next step in your learning process. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Building Healthy Organizations by EQFIT. We do understand how the human brain works and how that impacts behavior in the workplace. I hope you'll subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes as we journey together on this pathway to building a healthy organization. Also, check us out on YouTube at the same name, 
Building Healthy Organizations by EQ Fit. And for additional information, feel free to visit our website, gscfit.com.